Money FM 89.3, the best of prime time. Now, the sudden and rapid return of inflation has not only made daily living more expensive, it's dramatically increased the cost of doing business. And I'm sure you would agree. Companies across industries are now contending with record energy prices, higher costs for labor, supplies, services. According to a recent Gartner survey, while CFOs look for ways to scale back and reduce spending, businesses actually should instead take advantage of technology to reduce costs. With widespread inflation likely to persist into next year. Many mid-market companies are also facing unprecedented challenges. Amitabh Sarkar, VP and Head of APEC in Japan for Enterprise from Tata Communications, joins us now. By the way, they're the official broadcast connectivity provider for the F1 races globally as well. Congratulations on winning that contract. Thank you. Thank you, Bharti. Well, we can't talk about that because that's not quite something that you're clear to talk about during this particular interview. Instead, we're talking about another very urgent issue as well. The fact that businesses are facing soaring inflation, supply chain issues, labor costs, costs of commodities, driving up business costs in general. And this could get much worse thing is, businesses often pass costs on to customers. You're saying this can actually be avoided. Absolutely, Arti. And I think, as you rightly put, places like Singapore, like many economies worldwide, are grappling with inflation, which is that's yet to peak. And considering the tight labor market, it's only going to create more headaches for short-term workers who are emerging from the pandemic. I think the world, the world is that the era of cheap money and cheap labor is most likely over. But if I look at the technology vector in solving some of the problems with respect to abating inflation, I think inflation, we all agree that a multi-year highs, which can obviously drive lower profitability in organizations, are leading many CEOs and boards to look for costs to cut or delay the projects. Personal view here is scaling back on digital transformation initiatives in the face of inflation may not be the correct approach. So leading digital organizations, we have a lot of examples here and worldwide have a lower cost of doing businesses and thus a significant competitive advantage in the current inflationary environment. So from a technology standpoint, I think what I would like to tell is, you know, the exam question here is how to cut costs without sacrificing on innovation or agility. From a technology standpoint, how it helps in the current economic headwinds, I think adopting a digital-first operating model has many, many advantages. Amitabh, why don't you give us some examples to illustrate this, some specific examples that businesses can operationalize in order to cut their costs so that they're not constantly passing on costs to customers? Sure. I think one example you just alluded, the Formula One, which is the strategic partnerships which we have between Formula One and Tata Communications. Just like many businesses in the inflationary world, Formula One also faces challenges in enabling their business to continue growing and reaching new audiences. What we do is work with them to remove obstacles and facilitate the connection between Formula One and defense. What have we done with them? Through our industry-leading 100-gig video backbone, we help Formula One and broadcasters every millisecond of high-octane story every race weekend, which in turn is built through a bespoke, fully-managed broadcast network connecting Formula One's remote operation center to the race circuit. So the point over here is, in the economic headwind world, the Formula One's ask was, how do you reduce cost yet reach to a larger audience? 
So what we were able to achieve by providing an end-to-end managed network services for video distribution, which basically meant move the entire live data analysis and video production away from each circuit to a centralized remote operation. What did it deliver? It delivered 34% reduction in sports traveling freight since 2020. That showcases agility, innovative ability, and partnership with different agencies to bring to what the client is looking at. I think that's one example which I can share with you. Mm, Amitabh, what if I were just running an F&B business? <laughs> yeah, so I think F&B business are equally important because the, the cost pressures are very different with it. So, for example, there is a healthcare provider which we have where whom we serve, you know, a kind of managed network provider where, where we're giving them, you know, it's a plant-based ingredient, uh, pioneering in plant proteins and leading provider of pharmaceutical, you know, recipients which are across many sites in many countries, again, out of Singapore. What we've been able to do with them is to embark them on the digital platform by building a small, multi-layered, granular, modular digital fabric which allows them to innovate consistently while delivering efficiencies and cost optimization. And the order of magnitude which we have been able to del- to dealt with them is roughly about 30%. So, so what it means is while you reduce cost, you can funnel that redu- reduced cost into delivering growth in revenue. So I think that's the, the, that's the mixed approach we take when we are looking at a problem statement which is around growing revenue yet reducing cost. Mm. Now Morgan Stanley cited three major technologies that stand out as deflation enablers. That's what they're calling them. They talk about artificial intelligence, clean energy, and mass energy storage as well. How do these types of technologies touch the majority of sectors and even at long-term inflection points? So I think, Bharti, if you look at digital transformation fueled by, by whether it's cloud or AI, is here to stay. Businesses, however, will need to reevaluate how they manage their assets, and it could be any, depending on the organization, how do they manage infrastructure and talent. So that's the first part. If you look at the second part, in my mind, it's extremely important for organizations to look at a fail-forward approach, which is to modernize the business operations, which basically means is if the boards and the CEOs are insisting on immediate return on innovation, that can lead to fear of failure. And then there are enough reports which are which are which are available, which suggests that there is a 10% increase in revenue for companies which do not penalize failure in the context of tech adoption and digital transformation. That's another piece of work which is happening. The third part, while the world moves to digital remote, it's important that there is a clear approach from a zero trust perspective. The cloud-based technologies or platforms or ecosystem which create new opportunities are also creating threats. So I think organizations have to go beyond the outmoded approaches and adopt a zero trust attitude to security. And that will help them couple, up, couple the, you know, the, the way they grow their revenue, they reduce their cost and yet have the privacy and the experience which they need to deliver to their clients. Amitabh, finally, what are the adoption and implementation challenges that you have observed among prospective clients? Because I do see a level of resistance in some companies still. How do you overcome that? So I think great question, Bharti. I think digital transformation or digital deflation is, cannot be achieved by just looking at tools and technologies. The largest challenge or the, you know, the problem which we have to surmount is, to, is, the, is, the, is the culture and the workplace. As you move to the world where there is a remote 
workplace, the future of work is remote and hybrid, it's extremely important for organizations to respect that culture and build programs and initiatives which incubate both the thinking as you innovate on the technology and tool side. That is the biggest problem which we have as we deliver those programs across to the organizations across the world, also including Singapore. Thanks very much for that, Amitabh. Amitabh Sarkar, VP and Head of APAC and Japan for Enterprise at Tata Communications. Thanks for joining us on Primetime. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.